Back in 2010, someone thought it would be a good idea to make a comic book about a Japanese snow monkey that left his patch of wild to become an assassin and go on a series of revenge killings. Nine years later, someone else thought it would be a good idea to take that comic and make it into an animated TV show. Yesterday, that idea came to fruition when Hitmonkey landed on Hulu. So yeah, that's what I'm going to talk about today on The Streaming Fool. Hello and welcome to The Streaming Fool, the podcast that might benefit from a bit of organization, planning, and forethought. I'm your host, my name is Steven, and before we go any further in this episode, I want to remind you about next week. Typically, we've been hitting you with two episodes a week since we launched The Streaming Fool however many weeks ago. But next week, starting on November the 22nd, which is a Monday, for that week and that week only, you're going to get five episodes in a row, Monday through Friday. Monday's episode is going to be about the first episode of The Wheel of Time, Tuesday's episode, the second episode of The Wheel of Time, and on Wednesday, the third episode of Wheel of Time. Thursday is going to be about the first Hawkeye episode, and then Friday will be about the second Hawkeye episode. And then for the next following few number of weeks, you're gonna we're going to go back to Tuesdays and Thursdays as I continue watching The Wheel of Time and Hawkeye. So you'll get a Wheel of Time episode on Tuesday and a Hawkeye episode on Thursday until both of those shows are complete. And then I know at some point quickly after that, we're going to get the Book of Boba Fett. So it's going to be pretty busy here on The Streaming Fool. Consider everything up to Monday the 22nd as the soft launch of The Streaming Fool. And then the week of the 22nd is the grand opening of The Streaming Fool. But before we get to that, I wanted to talk to you about Hitmonkey, which was a show that landed on Hulu. It's a Hulu original, landed on Hulu yesterday, Thursday. I'm actually recording this Thursday night. This show is based on Hitmonkey number one from Daniel Way and Dalibor Talajic. The issue was published by Marvel Comics in April of 2010, first as a digital exclusive and then in print a week later. The show itself was first announced for Hulu in February of 2019, and all 10 episodes landed yesterday, November the 17th, which is weird saying yesterday because, as I said, I am recording this on the 17th, Thursday night. And frankly, I wanted to watch the entire series, but there are 10 episodes and trying to watch all 10 episodes tonight and then have time to sit down and talk about them in one full go just wasn't going to happen. So I at least wanted to watch the pilot just to see if I wanted to continue with the series and whether or not I'm going to continue. We'll get to that in just a bit. But first, how about I tell you how Wikipedia describes this first episode? Bryce, an upbeat assassin, is hired by a third party to kill a progressive politician in Japan. He succeeds and also ends up killing the partner of police officer Ito. Just as he begins to feel regretful of his action, Bryce is betrayed by his employer who sends his goons to kill him. However, Bryce manages to kill them all, but discovers that he is severely wounded. He ends up in the snowy mountains where he is nursed back to health by intelligent snow monkeys and takes a keen interest 
and one particular monkey that is more aggravated than the others. The aggressive monkey is kicked out of the tribe for harming another monkey, but as he leaves, witnesses assassins coming. They arrive and kill Bryce before killing the other monkeys for amusement. The monkey picks up Bryce's firearms and proceeds to kill the assassins with his dying words, telling him that they need to get back at the ones who did this to them. That's a really confusing sentence. We'll get to that in a second. Monkey picks up Bryce's weapons and heads into town where he is suddenly able to see his ghost. Okay, so that confusing sentence, the monkey picks up Bryce's firearms and proceeds to kill the assassins with his dying words, telling him that they need to get back at the ones who did this to them. Yeah, yeah. okay, so basically, all right, let's just start at the beginning. So Bryce, they call him an upbeat assassin. He is voiced by Jason Sudeikis. And he he is very he's very positive he's very upbeat he seems to me to be very lonely because once he arrives in Japan everybody that he meets from the limo driver to the first uh, his his the messenger that provides him with the money and the weapons uh, he just he wants to hang out with them he goes drinking that night he apparently is in AA they they make a an allusion to that. But he he spends the night drinking and getting drunk and hanging out and having fun. And uh, he just seems to be, while they call him upbeat, to me, he seems very lonely because he wants to hang out with everybody. He when when he gets he meets up with the person that provides him with his money and all his weapons, he goes to the hotel and the bellboys carry all his equipment up for him. And he tries to get them to stay and hang out and have a few beers with him. You know, he tries to get the the limo driver that takes him to the person that's giving him the money and the weapons. He tells the limo driver he's he's talking nonstop during the ride. The limo driver is not reciprocating in any way. But as they, as they arrive at their destination, he asks the guy, hey, are you going to be here when I get back? Because I want to, you know, I want to continue this conversation. He just to me, he seems lonely and but he's he's in Japan for a particular assassination. He is a hitman. Matter of fact, when he goes out the night before he's to to assassinate someone, he's getting drunk in a bar and he's telling everybody that he's he's a hitman. He just doesn't seem to care. So he goes and he carries out the assassination. He kills the the this progressive Japanese politician. And as he's making his escape, he kills this police officer who is the partner to police officer Ito. He then boards a train and yeah, he starts to regret what he has done. I think he regrets more the killing of the police officer, maybe, but there are people on the train around him that are reading about this assassination on their phones. And he, yeah, he seems to be feeling a bit of regret for it. Well, he eats, he eats, he doesn't eat anything. I don't think we see him eat anything in the entire, well, that's not true. (laughs) I'll get to that. He reaches is the word I was looking for. He reaches the end of the line where he is knocked unconscious by some soldiers. Uh, he was there to meet them so they could provide him with the rest of his money or his rest of the rest of his payment. Uh, but he finds out he's been double-crossed. Whoever it was that originally hired him, he's not even sure who that person is, has decided it would be easier to just kill him. Well, he double-crosses them, and he has a, an explosive hidden in his bag full of money, and he 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 sets it off and there's a firefight. He starts shooting. They start shooting. He escapes into the mountains and finds out that he's been shot and that he's dying, passes out in the mountains. And these snow monkeys 
take him to one of their their pools. You know, if you've if you've ever seen, I'm sure you've seen pictures of these snow monkeys in Japan that hang out in these heated pools, these hot springs, these natural hot springs. And you've seen the pictures where you just see them from their eyes up in this pool and their hair has a bit of is wet and has a bit of frost in it, their fur and all that stuff. It's really adorable and and uh, yet chilling to the bone at the same time. These are the monkeys that find him and they they basically take care of him and nurture him, nurse his wounds, bring him back to full health. And this is what I was alluding to as far as him eating at one point. One of the the monkeys, the main, the chief monkey, he comes up and he puts a bunch of bugs and and grass and stuff in his in in his the monkey's his own mouth and he chews it up and he spits it into Bryce's mouth and Bryce is like, oh, that's really gross. But then later it happens again and Bryce is like, cool, man, it's it's time for some food. Well, there's one particular monkey there because they they speak to the to each other in their own language and there's one particular monkey there who is not happy about Bryce being there. He knows that Bryce is not a good guy and he is challenging the chief. You know, why is he here? He shouldn't be here. The chief says, this is what we do. We help people. We help things. And if you got a problem with it, uh, you can challenge me for leadership, but I'm the alpha. So unless you want to fight, you know, back down. And so the monkey backs down. Well, there's a scene where Bryce, who's starting to feel better, he he gets dressed and he goes out into the woods and he builds a bunch of soldiers made of snow, a bunch of snowmen soldiers. And he does a bit of, of practicing, uh, taking them out with, uh, throwing stars and shooting them and kicking their heads off and stuff. And this particular monkey has followed him and is watching him. And Bryce is talking to this monkey as if the monkey could answer him back. And the monkey at one point tries to pick up one of his guns, but Bryce won't let him. And, uh, eventually he realizes that he's not quite ready uh, he still needs some healing to do. So he goes back to the to the hot spring and uh, the monkey again challenges the, the, the rest of the tribe. You know, why are we keeping this guy here? We I just saw him out there killing men made of snow and some of the younger monkeys, you know, basically tell him to back off and he gets in a fight with one of them and he, he beats one of them up. And that's when he's kicked out of the tribe. And as he's leaving. He notices a couple of snowmobiles with men with guns on them heading back to the tribe and he follows them. And yeah, that's where these these uh these men kill Bryce and the other the monkeys the the tribe tries to come to Bryce's defense and they start throwing snowballs at these men who are just like, "Yeah, what a joke." And then they just start mowing down these monkeys, just killing them just just for the fun of it. And that's when our monkey, the main monkey he uh he gets a little upset by this and he shoots a couple of them or he, he basically he he gets into Bryce's bag and he pulls out a couple of rifles and he mows he mows these dudes down he kills them all uh sees that Bryce is still kind of alive and he goes over to Bryce and that's when Bryce tells him at that point this whole the monkey picks up Bryce's firearms and proceeds to kill the assassins with his dying words tell him telling him that they need to get back that's that's a horrible sentence so he picks up Bryce's firearms. He proceeds to kill the assassins. Then he goes to Bryce. And as Bryce is dying, Bryce tells him that they need to get back at the ones who did this to them. They he that the, the monkey needs to find whoever did this to them and do the same thing to them. 
And so Monkey just picks up all of his weapons and he heads back into town and he's hanging out the, at the at the train station by himself. And that's when he is able to see Bryce's ghost. The episode ends, but then we're taken into kind of a preview for the rest of the series. And basically what we have here is that Hit Monkey is able to communicate, I guess, with Bryce, Bryce's ghost. And it's Bryce's ghost that guides him through all this. That's what the preview makes it look like as uh, Hit Monkey goes on a series of revenge killings uh, as he finds out who was behind killing Bryce and his tribe of monkeys. And I thought, you know what? I'm rather mixed on this show because on the one hand, I found it. I mean, it's it's really actually quite dark. It's animated, but it's quite dark. It's very violent. This is not a show for kids. Uh, you know, uh, Americans are starting to, over the last 10 to 20 years, are starting to realize that just because it's animation doesn't mean it's for kids. Uh, it used to be that if you made an animated feature, it was for kids. And it was very rare that you made one that wasn't. And this is not for the children, not in the least. I had, I, I'll admit, I kind of struggled with the idea of a monkey becoming, uh, you know, going on a series of revenge killings. It's like, these are just beautiful creatures that live out in the wild. And now we're having it go into the town and, and just start violently killing people. But the comic book guy in me found it rather fun, <laughs> almost goofy fun, despite the violence and the blood and the gore and the cursing. It's quite goofy to think about a, a freaking monkey who can do all this stuff. So I think I am going to finish the series at some point. I'm not going to rush back to the TV to finish the series, but I will finish it. Um, we do get an appearance. The The only actual Marvel character I recognized in the entire preview was Lady Death, not Lady Deathstrike, Lady Bullseye, which is a, a silly name for a character. It's I hate it when they do that. Well, here's Bullseye. And here's a character who is a female version of Bullseye. Uh, so rather than give her her own name, we're going to call her Lady Bullseye. I just maybe they've eventually given her her own name. But I know that originally everybody was referring to her as Lady Bullseye, which is really kind of dumb. Granted, he came first, but I don't know if she had come first and she was called Bullseye and then they made a ver uh, male version. Would he be called Mr. Bullseye or or gentleman bullseye or or uh, masculine bullseye or something stupid like that. Probably not. Anyway, um, yeah, I think I'm going to continue with it again. It was kind of fun, but yet uh, at the same time, it was rather horrific and dark and sad. You know, anytime you see a beautiful, majestic animal, pick up a gun and start killing people. Uh, I'm laughing about it, but I have to because it's actually a, a really sad state of affairs if the animal kingdom is is pulled into our human violent tendencies. But I understand. I understand the goofiness behind it, the, the motivation behind making something silly. I have at times um, toyed with the idea of writing a series of stories set in a world of anthropomorphic animals uh, called Gunslinger Chimp. But uh, yeah. I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to rush back to the TV to watch it, but I will eventually watch the rest of the series. I would give it a, a, a half, maybe a three quarters thumbs up at this point, or uh, three out of five stars, something like that. It's piqued my interest. 
but I'm not ready to knock over an old person or a little kid or, you know, a snow monkey to get to the TV. Remember next week, folks, five episodes next week. Tell your friends, if you're not subscribed, go ahead and subscribe now wherever you get podcasts. And hey, do me a favor. If you're listening to this episode through Apple Podcasts, take a moment to rate the show. There's a You can do five stars, one to five. If you give me a five-star rating, that helps me uh, get this show in front of other people. Until then, folks, my name is Steven, and I have been The Streaming Fool. See you next week. It's going to be a freaking blast. <laughs> that was dumb.